Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 33 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Fedora, along with my co-host, Tacky Partner, my best friend, Brian Abu Chakra. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's great. We yeah. just had Mexican food. Mm-hmm. We're having a drink. We're hanging out. We're relaxing. It's a cool, crisp night in San Diego. We're looking over the city. It's beautiful. It's romantic. We're holding hands. We're sitting by a fire. We're looking out no. onto... Shut up. We're yeah. looking out past your balcony... We're both wearing mm. robes, plush robes. They're made of crushed velvet. Mm. We're pl- wearing crushed, plushed robes, and we're looking out. Crushed, plush. That's the one that pops you, huh? All right. So we're looking crushed, out. Crushed, plush. Uh, what the fuck is plush? It's, pl- it's plush. A plush robe that's been crushed. We're looking out onto the cityscape, a beautiful night in San Diego. The lights, this plains land, a beautifully glistening through our, uh, our stained glass windows. <laughs> the stained glass is both of us. We're both holding hands. Uh-huh. Uh, in kind of like, you know, like where God is like touching the guy's finger. Uh, Michelangelo. It, yeah. Nah, whoever the fuck that guy is, uh-huh. uh, the Ninja Turtle, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Easy joke. I'm not above it. It's uh, all right. we're kind it's kind of like that. That's what, that's what our house looks like. Um, me and Brian in our <laughs> own home. <laughs> Brian, episode 33, following up episode 32. Right. Off to a rough start. Very much so. Not episode 32 quality. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Right now, people are going, wow, how are they going to follow up episode 32? Let's get it out of the way. Right. We're not. We're not. We're not. I mean, this is the age that Jesus Christ died. Right. So The age of Christ when he died was the 33rd episode of our podcast. Exactly. He, you know, you know, just from listening to this podcast, 32 is the magic number. 32, Mm -hmm. that might as well be a peak. You know, you get there. That's your best. You find your legs. You got it all figured out, and then boom, here comes 33. What happens, Brian? Crucified. You die. Pontius Pilate says, hey, yo, you're toast. Pontius Pilate's kind of like Razor Ramon in uh-huh. this situation. Yep. He washes his hands he, clean. He, he does. <laughs> he's, he's, Pontius Pilate goes up to Christ, and he says, hey, chico, I'm going to cut <laughs> you up. Spear through the belly. <laughs> so episode 33. You know, people were expecting episode 32 quality. Mm. It's not what we're here for. You can't do that. That's not what we're here for. We can't do that. We know that that's what you want, (laughs) but that's not. We want to set your expectations low. That's how you live your life. Aim low, avoid disappointment. Mm -hmm. Hey, if your goal is to be an assistant night manager at Jack in the Box, like that's your life goal. Anything you do that's better than that, you have destroyed your goal. Absolutely. Think about it. I mean, just think about it. Yeah. Oh, man. When I get married, it's going to be to a terrible woman that I hate. Oh, it's someone that I can tolerate for more than five minutes? <laughs> yeah. That uh, shattered my goal. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing with Raw week to week. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't meant to parlay into that. And then, it, and then was, it did. And then it was so easy. And that's why Eric's a wordsmith. Brian, heck in a sec, is coming up this Sunday. We just had the go-home show. Yep. Uh, it's hellish. It's sellish. And we're going to be watching it. Except for the last 45 minutes, because I have a podcast to produce yeah. on Mega64.com/podcast, and, and Brian will be at work. So uh, we won't be watching the end, but I'll be watching everything else. What happens is I go to the podcast early, right. I set up the podcast really early, and then I just watch on the big screen TV that we have there as a monitor. I just watch the podcast, or I just watch the pay-per-views. Right. And then Derek gets there, and he'll watch them with me, and then Sean will come in and watch them. And then Sean will tell me about the time that he went to a wrestling event, and... Uh, and his friend and our friend Jonathan Rohrbacher was in the front row and yelled, Undertaker, you suck. And then Undertaker looked back at him and said, so does your mother. Oh, Damn. shit. Or like not as good as your mom or something like that, which is like Undertaker. Damn, what are you doing? Yeah. You dead man. Shit. He or, suck, did, his, did Jonathan Rohrbacher's mom suck Undertaker's dead dick? She definitely got something to rise. Whoa. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan Rohrbacher. Damn. I'm say his name so many times. Uh, what would you remember <laughs> Jonathan Rohrbacker from if you're a Mega64 fan? He was in... He was... Uh, uh, he was Benny. Benny. He was in a... Sitting um, in a WWE uh, fold-up yep, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from a pay-per-view. From the pay-per-view, yeah. yeah. Um, he was in the Mega64 Zombies video that was for Penny Arcade TV. Where Sean is like over zombies and everyone's super into zombies. Yeah. And then there's the long scene where uh, uh, Krista bit her tongue and uh, uh, Luke got on like a car accident and then Sean pulls up to his house. 
and then a guy jumps on Sean in the back and like bites his neck. Oh yeah. And Sean goes, "Oh man, are you a zombie too?" And Jonathan, in the best delivery, goes, "Nah, I'm just gay." <laughs> Later. <laughs> what? It's not even. It's not even a good joke. So that's where you can see Jonathan Rohrbacher, uh, who we have been talking about for an extended period of time. Yeah, more than enough time. There you go. Brian, how has your wrestling week been? It's been pretty pretty quiet outside of just the uh, you know the WWE yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to an independent wrestling show on Saturday. Oh, oh we actually didn't because no, it got didn't. canceled. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, at least we didn't buy tickets. Yeah, I was reading stuff online about like who this guy was and how he's tried to just start a couple of different like indie wrestling promotions and never got him off the ground and it looked mm. like he was going to do this one and then he didn't and then he was writing a whole bunch of uh, uh, sharply worded things to people in SoCal Uncensored which is a great wrestling website for people in the Southern California area Yeah, who just, you know, it's just giving you results on what's happening in California's wrestling and talks about some stuff going on in Oceanside and, and everything like that. We were really excited about this one downtown and then... Uh, did not come to fruition. It sucks. But that's okay, because this Saturday, Super Awesome Showdown. Hell yeah. Boom. Uh, Halloween Spectacular. Yep. I actually don't know what the name of the show is. Neither uh, do I. Super Awesome Showdown this Saturday. Be at, there. Uh, the at Victory Theater, Technomania Circus. Is it the farewell show, or did they get everything together? I have together? no idea. Aww. I just call the shows. Friendo, it's, uh, we have the ring already set up. People are uh, honing their craft as we speak. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so um, we'll we'll see. I'm excited about the show. Yeah. Me and Derek are going to be calling it. Uh, Brian, maybe stage managing, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Garrett, maybe filming. Kevin, maybe filming. Who knows? Who knows? So many things up in the air, but that's what makes independent wrestling great. Absolutely. Who knows what will happen? Speaking of independent wrestling, here's some that we missed. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. We did not go. We didn't. Because we are lazy. We are very lazy. Because I work uh, way too long in a work week and uh, very tired mm-hmm. most nights because I'm uh, thinking about this in the car. Almost 30. I was listening to the Get Up Kids, which is a band I listened to in <laughs> high school, and I went, huh, almost 30? Well, right. that, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if that made you feel more old or when Mick Foley talked about, what was it like? 15 years yep, ago yep, or whatever yep, yep. when he mm-hmm. fell through the uh, table yep. at the hell in the cell and I just went, uh, uh, I yeah, was younger was... than that age yeah. when that happened. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. So all you 17-year-olds listening to the show, because I know all, you're listening all to both of you. All, all the two of you mm-hmm. and, and the one 20-year-old. Yep. Leave your comments on youtube.com slash Eric Badur. Uh, when, <laughs> when you listen to this on YouTube, just go ahead and... Uh, leave a comment and go. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I, I, I'm not 17. I'm blink many years old. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what your favorite episode of Hey Arnold is. Yeah, Jesus Christ, shut up, fuck you, you, gross. Because <laughs> uh, they probably never seen it. <laughs> uh, Pro wrestling gorilla. Let's go over some results real quick. Tommaso Ciampa went one on one with Biff Busick. Biff Busick picked up the loss, and I heard got chopped. By Ronda Rousey. Oh, man. Ronda Rousey was in the crowd at the show. UFC uh, women's champion who will never fucking lose that title. Yeah. She will, she'll like retire. She'll just go like, yeah, I'm done. You can just have it. Yeah. No one's going to no, beat no, Ronda I, Rousey. I mean, who else is in the UFC women's She's a monster. Hey, Misha Tate. Sorry. Uh, Cedric Alexander beat Bobby Fish. If you don't know Bobby Fish, look him up. Really like Bobby Fish a lot. Really, really, really like Bobby Fish. Brian's cat is meowing. I'm about to throw this cat like a goddamn basketball. I'm about to string this cat up. Hey, Jim Cornette, you need a new tennis racket? String these cat guts. Kill this cat. Cat guts everywhere. Brian Cage defeated Uha Nation, who uh, WWE has apparently had some interest in. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, try not to get too dirt cheaty on the show, as we say probably week to week, and everyone goes, we get it. Fucking, we understand. Shut Mm -hmm. up. Um, But apparently there's been a lot of interest in Uha Nation. He is... um, a fucking giant monster man who uh, is scary as shit and huge and, like, would definitely fit in WWE. But uh, will there ever be a black champion? Mm, the Rock. That's, okay, uh, and the second one. Uh, Ahmed Johnson. Jesus Christ. He, He's took, not... he, took, he took the Pearl River all the way out no, of that. No, I, I did. He plunged all the way down. No, I went uh, all the way World's cutest tag team. Oh, it's just, uh, 
Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan, mm-hmm. who are apparently dating in real life. Oh, really? Apparently. That's, hmm. what, that's what I heard. Uh, defeated Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor, who are the replacement best friends. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess Trent couldn't make it, so we got Aww. Johnny Gargano. That's okay. okay. That's cool. Uh, Trevor Lee defeated Adam Cole. Trevor Lee has been on a hot streak. He defeated Kevin Steen, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Elgin. He's been like running people over. Yeah, Steen got him over in his yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, farewell match. Yep. And so I think they see a lot in Trevor Lee. He has a lot of moves. This cat's staring right at me. Jesus Christ. Uh, shut up. The Trevor Lee has a lot of moves that I feel like I've never seen before. Like, right. damn, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, he's not a body guy, but like it looks like he's pretty young into his career, and he has a lot of upside. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a of a younger CM Punk yeah, in terms of his build. Yeah, he... Um, He's skinny fat. Yeah. There you go. He, uh, I like Trevor Lee, though. He's He looks like he's gone somewhere with something. So. Awesome. Young Bucks. Hell yeah. Defeated uh, ACH and AR Fox. Damn. Who are more fondly known as the African-American Wolves. <laughs> so take, wow. that, take that, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeated Roderick Strong to retain the PWG Championship. Roddy with his shitty little boots couldn't oh, pull it out. Man. But post-match... Roddy with his shitty little boots beat the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly and Rick Knox. Good. Referee Rick Knox, no. Will you join? Rick Knox, run. Rick Knox takes the best bumps. Rick Knox is a monster. He is. Uh, He's got no hair. Yeah, right? So that was uh, that was PWG this last Saturday that we missed. Their next show was announced for um, December 12th. Yeah. Maybe we'll go. I'd like to look into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much is it for tickets now? I don't know. I think it's like 20-ish bucks, but you have to buy them online, online yeah. before, which I'm not against or whatever. It's like, because if you don't get them online, you have to get them day of. And then they're 25 y- or yeah, something. Yeah, and then, and then I don't want to drive up to Reseda for a roll of the dice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some matches already announced for that show. I mean, looking really cool on December 12th. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly goes one-on-one with Ricochet, who was the Battle of Los Angeles 2014 winner. Hell yeah. Matt Seidel and Chris Sabin. Are going to be in a tag team match against the Young Bucks, which should be Whoa, great. I mean, that be that really should be really, really, really cool. And in the uh, PWG described meatiest four way in wrestling, Brian Cage versus Bic- Biff Busick versus Uha Nation versus Tommaso Ciampa. Damn. Holy fucking shit. That's going to be so hard hitting. Yeah. I think that will be worth the price of admission. Absolutely. Uh, so maybe we'll look into going. Yeah, I think it could not? be. I think it could be a lot of fun. It's just a matter of. God, I'm just so it's just tired. Reseda. I know. I'm tired by the end of the week. It's Reseda. I'm already up in Carlsbad, so I have to drive back south to drive north to drive. Like, it's so far. Yeah. But maybe I'll make a day out of it. Maybe I'll go up there. Maybe we'll drive up. We'll stay up there or something. Do something on Saturday. Come back down. Maybe. Maybe we'll maybe we'll figure it out. It could be a good time. Brian, any other news from the world of professional wrestling? No, no, man. It's it's been it's been really quiet. It's been really quiet. Once, Justin Roberts last week. And yeah, everybody got real sad. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. I yeah. heard, and this is all dirt shitty stuff and just tweets and whatever uh-huh. that uh, Justin Roberts may be being courted by TNA, but I heard he's writing a book, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who there, knows? there there was this like you know rumor about him and Michael Cole going through like something on Monday night, and then JBL came up like. And wrote, like, a statement going, like, no, we don't even have time to fight with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Justin Roberts actually wrote a really cool kind of, like, thank you letter. I don't know if you read it. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And I thought that was an awesome thing to write. I thought it was really classy, and I can see him back in WWE sometime in the future. Yeah, I I think right now Justin Roberts has done what he's needed to do, and they have a lot of new people that they're kind of putting a lot of faith into. So that's that's what's going on. From what I've heard, it was Lillian Garcia on Monday. Mm -hmm. Eden... From, is, who, who, from NXT, from NXT Co- yeah. Cody Rhodes' wife, will be announcing SmackDown. Did not know that was that, that is That's the rumor. Good oh, work. Oh, did you not know that? No. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought she was totally unaffiliated with wrestling. You should um, you should watch their backstage interviews where he's Stardust and she's interviewing him. Oh, really? It's, it's so bizarre. Is it like the Triple H thing where like Stephanie McMahon tries to not get like hot over Triple H yeah, during yeah, yeah. the interview. So it's, it's really funny because you watch this and when you have that layer of like, oh, they're married, uh-huh. you just watch it and you go, this is bizarre. Because he's stardust and yeah. he's weird and yeah. hissing. Hissing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. I know you're listening. He, yeah, Cody Rose, we know you're listening to this. Jack Swagger, we know you're also listening to this. God. You guys should be a hissing Dusty Rhodes. Together. Oh, man. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Um, 
What if we found out? Because I, I watched an interview that was like behind the scenes, cameras off kind of thing, whatever. Right. It's Dusty Rhodes talking without the American Dream voice, mm-hmm. which is a voice. Right. And he doesn't have the lift. He's not talking like that, daddy. He doesn't yeah. have that voice. He doesn't have that. What if we found out that Cody Rhodes doesn't have that either? Whoa. Wouldn't that be nuts? It would blow my mind. That would be crazy. It would blow my goddamn mind. Yeah. So uh, when you watch it with that layer of like, oh, these two are married. One is pretending to be a space cat, and the other one is just his wife being an interviewer. <laughs> space cat. He hisses. I don't know. He is, he's a space cat. They've been calling the Usos Gemini because there's t- they're uh, twins. Oh, yeah. You know? That's or, or I dumb. guess, they're, are they brothers? Are they twins? They're twins? I, don't, I think they're twins. They have to be twins. I think they're twins. Okay. Um, talk about a fucking low-voltage tag team. Like Jeez. They're so... Uh, it's just not exciting to I mean, watch I, them. I, I want to bring up, like, what, four months ago, we were talking about how they're always, like, reliable and put on a great show, yep. and, like, they're, they're like, they're workhorses. Yeah, but when they don't change anything, it's just boring. And, yeah, that, I mean, it's so... They're, it's, the, they're the Kofi Kingston of the tag team division. It's so still now. Yeah, yeah I, it's I just, incredibly still. And then on Monday, they didn't even have, like, a big intro. Nuh-uh. They didn't have their... No, they... they I'm on top. Boo, that, boo, no, 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 Brian, just, I'm on top. Boof. Which is a great song. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of Kofi Kingston, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Everyone loves the smart athletic friends or whatever. Everyone online's like, this should be on TV. This is great. I don't get it. And it just, and I think we talked about it once before. It just reeks to me of like, well, no one's watching this. So you mm-hmm. just do whatever the fuck you want. Oh yeah. Man. Oh, they're getting, they're getting themselves over, man. That's great. Hey, no one's watching that. Mm-mm. No one cares. I mean, I watched superstars this week. Uh huh. Did not care. No. But, like, I'm not saying that people aren't watching it. I'm saying no one in WWE gives a shit. Exactly. No one in WWE is watching it going, like, guys, great work. And that's why I didn't care. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no there's no weight to anything they're doing. None. Zero. Oh, what a funny promo. Right. I've, I've kind of had it up to here with funny promos. This mm-hmm. just strike, just everything reeks of WCW. No one's paying attention. Everyone's collecting a paycheck. Do whatever you want. Which, like, I think... I think I saw this on Squared Circle. Mm-hmm. Shouts out Squared Circle. Shouts out. Uh, it, it was like, does anybody else see the parallel? Like, how can WWE show Monday Night War and mm-hmm. then do the exact same thing that WCW is doing? Isn't it really crazy? Like, do they not? Are they not self-reflective at all? Wh- why? Why do you have to be? I mean, I get it. Yeah, You're I, the only game in town. And yeah, but I mean that that's that's the sad part about it is that. WCW wasn't the only no. game in town. No, no, no. And, and WWF stepped up and crushed the competition, and that's great. Um, when you're the only game in town, you have no competition, you don't really have to try. Yeah. You just kind of go out there and do it. Which is obvious. So you just go out there and do it. But they didn't have to do it in, what, in 2002 to 2004? I think that was creating competition within a company. That SmackDown versus Raw thing, I feel like the shows are very separate and very produced different and yeah. like... Yeah, the WWE was like the thing or whatever, but Paul Heyman having SmackDown, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was that was very much like this is my thing. It's mm-hmm. very guarded, mm-hmm. and, and I think you create competition within that. And that and that was something I saw uh, I, that I wanted to bring up on here mm-hmm. was I saw a interview with I think it was Renee Dupree mm-hmm. talking Renee about Dupree? Renee Dupree. Uh-huh. Uh, and he had his shitty little e-cigarette, and he was uh-huh. talking about uh, CM Punk getting over. I didn't watch. I saw that somebody had linked that. I think on Squared Circle also. Yeah, uh, and uh, I had. I didn't watch it. And I watched it, and it was Renee Dupree talking about Paul Heyman tactics uh-huh. and how when he was trying to get CM Punk over, mm-hmm. he would have people come out in their ECW shirts yeah. and chant CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk to get the chance started yeah. to get him over. And he kind of talked like he talked down about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm in the minority here. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. It, this is this is professional wrestling. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yep. He would talk about how in OVW he would let people in late so that a line of people would come in. Yeah. When people from the higher ups would would execs from the you know WWE main office would mm-hmm. come in to watch it. How, that's, I mean, that's genius. That's smart. Yep. You you know that you're not going to push something normally. There is there's. I don't know if people know this. The demand for independent wrestling and small show wrestling or whatever isn't huge. No, you have to create a demand. Yeah, you can't just give people. Oh, here here's all of it. Here's all of it. There you go. Like, PWG does a great job of creating demand. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I wanted that Fatal Four Way. Now I want to buy tickets just to see that. Mm-hmm. It's like a month and a half away. Yeah. I, don't give a fuck. I want to go see it. Absolutely, that's gonna be awesome. Absolutely, they've, they've created a man. They've created a demand for their product. 
and even if they don't have a like I remember when we used to go I don't remember thinking about a match on the card that nope. I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the card was actually. Mm-hmm. I just knew that every time I went, mm-hmm. I was entertained. Yep. Because they put every wrestler, every match yep. put on a great show. Yep. And that's creating a demand that the customer didn't know they wanted. Yeah, exactly. And and uh tactics like that, I think are great. Yeah, I don't I don't understand people who look down on that. No. It, it, and it's fine, whatever. People have differences of opinion. So it's not like you're going to sway anyone who doesn't want to be swayed. Yeah. But I think that when you create that demand and you create mm-hmm. like some kind of product, you have to you have to keep in mind like, oh, it's not just what the product is, it's the appearance. I'm going to kill these cats. <laughs> it's the appearance of the product and and the way people perceive it. If right. you perceive it like, oh, there's a huge line outside, holy dude, this is like the place to be. Yeah. Why do you think there's lines outside of clubs? Exactly. Let everyone in. Who gives a fuck? There's so- oh, oh, there's lines outside of clubs because you want people to line up so people go, oh, dude, next time I'm going to come here. Yeah. It's that shit. Exactly. Well, all the clubs are the fucking same. It's bullshit. And Paul Heyman, wh- yep. where did he start off? Club promotion. There you go. There you go. Brian, let's get into NXT. Let's. We have emails to get to also. NXT, new ring announcer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Elias Sampson versus Baron Corbin. Let's go, Elias. End of days. Oh. Done. The cat hated end of days. He did. Bullshit. Or she did. God damn it. Or- I don't know if we ever... I don't know if I told this story. The name of his uh, move is End of Days. Mm-hmm. And End of Days was the movie that we watched right before Sean got married. And that we we told him... He's like, all right, guys. Let's do it. We're go- like, we were all in like this locker room, like getting right. dressed at, at this country club where uh, <laughs> where the wedding was. And it was like, all right, guys, let's. Uh, Sean's like, all right, it's time. Let's go. And we were all watching End of Days on TV. And it was probably 10 minutes from the ending. And we all went, dude, but like, End of Days is like almost <laughs> over. Wasn't it on a shitty CRT TV? Yeah, it was like on a shitty TV. It was on Sci Fi Channel. <laughs> so. <laughs> And so every time Baron Corbin does End of Days, I think about how Sean was going to go get married and we told him to wait because we wanted to watch the end of End of Days. <laughs> you guys are great. There you go. Uh, Sean Sean still remembers that and tweeted about it, actually. He did, yeah. Anniversary. Uh, so good for him. Uh, Baron Corbin, way over with the crowd. Neat. Uh, the cat hates Baron Corbin. I agree. Uh, Sami Zayn promo. He comes out. Uh, he's better than his losing record. He's going to go after the NXT Championship. Tyson Kidd comes out wearing a Sami Zayn shirt. Which is so underappreciated oh, and, and such I, a classic heel move. I love how he did it. I it just strikes me as something that like an attitude era bad guy would do. Mm-hmm. He would like somebody would come out wearing like oh Stone Cold's t shirt. Yeah, and, like you know just play with like oh fuck you. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> I oh, that love was it. great. Um, Tyson Kidd says that Sammy, you can't win the big one. Actually, cuts like a really good promo. Yeah, I thought this does. promo back and forth was pretty good. I Tyson really Kidd has grown. A lot. Yeah. And, and has become a guy that I really like watching. Me too. Uh, he's so much fun in the ring, but like out of the ring, this shitty attitude and everything. Yeah. He ends this promo saying, all right, hey, Sammy Zayn goes, me and you tonight, whatever. Tyson Kidd goes, all right, that's fine. I got to make a couple phone calls. I have to go check on my cats. Love it. What a dick. <laughs> I have to go check on my cats. On my cat. But he knows how to play this crowd because the crowd hates him. Mm-hmm. But like... I think that's so funny. Yeah. It's such a dick. Like, what a fucking stupid thing to say. And you just go, oh, fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> it's perfect. And uh, we were talking about this when we were getting dinner earlier. There's a clip, a bonus clip of uh, Natalia and TJ, is his name, uh, going to uh, marital therapy, whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, this might not work out, so we have to figure out what we're going to do with the cats. And she's like, I'm going to take the cats. And he's like, no, those are, no, I'm going to keep the cats. And yeah. she's like, I know you think the cats don't like me. He's like, I didn't say that. I didn't say I that. I just think the they cats will... like me better. The cats like you when you have the cat milk. When you have <laughs> the cat, cat milk? <laughs> what the fuck is cat milk? She's like, well, I picked out this cat. And he's like, well, does it not count that I drove? <laughs> he drove to and, and from, from to get the cats. I... Love it. Tyson Kidd rules. If to- if Total Divas was all about Tyson those two, yeah, I would that, watch it. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to watch Total Divas because all the Tyson Kidd that I need is mm-hmm. pretty much in NXT. Yep. And he's been showing up on Superstars and everything. Yeah. So, so good for him. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, next, we have Lucha Dragons against Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. Mm-hmm. This is not the first we've seen Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake as a tag team. 
They were in the tag title, number one contenders NXT oh, title God, tag it. tournament. For the number one contendership of the NXT Tag Team Championships? Uh-huh. To beat number one contenders. Okay. Uh, they lost, which, obviously. Um, but in a fairly decent match. Yeah, I thought this match was really good. Yeah. There was a move where Buddy Murphy caught, I think it was Sin Cara, off a Tornado DDT. Yeah. Uh, like, a, like, hop in from the outside of the ring, Tornado DDT, catches him lifts him up and mm-hmm. hits a like running suplex that the crowd yeah. went, like whoa that hey, sh- yeah hey, if they do more of that stuff i'm into buddy murphy and wesley Blake. absolutely that looked sick i don't know if that was a mistake or no, if that i thought that was so good it that, was that pure was, okay. strength that running suplex looks so it good was badass yep uh i thought the kalisto hot tag was really good here then there's the top road sunset power bomb from sin cara to end the match I really like that top rope sunset powerbomb thing. Yeah. That was looked, pretty cool. It looked it really lo- good. And it looked like fucking heavy. It looked real clean. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it looked nice. I thought this was a, a nice quick match. Uh, not too much going on here, but uh, a good showing from Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Who had a couple of tag team spots in here. Yeah. Uh, good for them. Really, I really good. They. I don't think they're going anywhere. I hope they are. Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake, we know you're listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. Please do something because you guys are, I think you guys are very cool. Yeah. Um, which means that's a kiss of death for you. Sorry. Oh, God damn it. Call Camacho. Uh, <laughs> next we get a Mojo Rally promo. He says his shoulder's hurt, but he's going to come back hyped, more hyped than ever. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. Why did he do this entire promo like he's a chulo? Yo, yo, my shoulder is real fucked up. But listen, I'll come back and I'll be hyped as fuck. It's like a stone cholo. Listen to me. Me and fucking baby Joker are going out <laughs> and we're Joker. gonna fucking we're gonna fucking make it happen. Oh man, we gonna make it work. Listen, my shoulder, when it's get good, I'm gonna drink some forties and some cranberitas. It's fucking crazy, but me and my sis and me and Chewy, we going out there and we're fucking doing this shit. Hi, pipe, 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 pipe. I'm so happy he's gone. Hi, pipe, 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 pipe. So happy he's gone. Hi, pipe, 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 Because fuck it. Hi, pipe, 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 Go away. Becky Lynch against Charlotte. Good chain wrestling to start the match. Man. Which is pretty much what we say every every women's NXT match. But it's so good. It's always so good. So they deserve the praise for it. I love it. I like the double clothesline spot. Was not expecting it. Uh, mm-hmm. They did not stay down long enough. They got up at like four. Yeah. Hey, there was a really cool spot also close to the beginning of the mm-hmm. match where uh, I think it was Charlotte reversed an arm drag, mm-hmm. and it looked so good. Yep. Yeah, so they are very good Man. together. Becky Lynch is awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, so a double clothesline spot I like, but they didn't stay down long enough for just for me. Uh, I saw an interview with Scott Hall where he was saying, don't even start moving until seven. Hmm. And I'm like, that's, yeah, don't start, yeah, don't start moving until seven. Let yeah. it, let it build and get big. Yeah. Why get up at four? Yeah, why You not? have till 10. Boxers don't get up till eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of guys will stay there, you know, you, you take your time getting up, you catch your breath. That's, whatever, that's just me, that's me being nitpicky during a pretty good match that I enjoyed. Exactly. Um, Becky Lynch in control a lot of this match. Yeah. Uh, I like her leg drops. I don't like the spinning leg drop as the third. I think she hits two, and I think she needs to do a flipping leg drop for the third. Yeah, because I felt like the reverse leg drop. Yeah, it's just seemed... it's just it's like run and then jump and spin, and it's like that doesn't have the impact as a third thing. That would be a cool move on its own if she only did one leg drop. Yeah, the jumping spinning thing would be cool. You'd be like, oh, neat. But as a third, I think if she did a flipping leg drop, mm-hmm. that would be really cool. I, it definitely pulled the like the the wind out of the sails. Yeah, yeah, for that. it just she it had. It didn't feel big enough. She had that momentum, and then all of a sudden she's running over, and then spin, and yeah. it's like it took do, too long. Do that as a single move. Yeah. Do a flip as a third. Absolutely. That's how I feel. Or like a knee drop as a third. Yeah. Or an elbow drop as a, you know something that's big. Or if you like springboard or something, and yeah. Like drop. Why not? That would be cool. Anything that's bigger, it just didn't when, feel like it was that next notch above. When you're like jumping over, turning around, it yeah. just feels. But but at the same time, cool move. Yeah. Like hey. I, I'll give it up for... I couldn't fucking do that. No. What do I know? It was like, awesome. But I just I just feel like it's so close to being a cool little sequence. Mm-hmm. Not quite almost. Becky Lynch, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has so much energy in the ring. Love it. She bumps so hard, she's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Neckbreaker, uh, Rude Awakening. He's just Rick Woods. Uh, to The Natural Selection. And that's it. And then Charlotte woos and holds up the title. Woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. She sounds like a Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. Uh, 
Uh, Ascension promo on Hideo Itami. Brian, notes on the Ascension promo? Uh, bad promo. That's all I wrote. The Ascension have a bad promo. That is all I wrote. There are Brian's notes. Uh, Enzo and Cass against the Legionnaires. Marcus Louis gets his hair ripped off and then beats the shit out of Sylvester LaFort. Uh, bye, guys. We're not going to see them for a long time. No, I don't think so. Hopefully Marcus Louis comes back. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Marcus Louis as like this ragey, crazy guy. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Mini Kane. Yeah. Oh, ba-na-na-na-na-na-wee. Because wee means yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's beating up Sylvester LaFort, there's a wee chant, which I thought was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the match ends. Oh, yo, we still got time for a match. Blue pants. Come on down here. Let's have a match. Blue pants. Oh, blue pants. Biggest mistake of the night calling her blue pants because that gave the crowd something to chant mm-hmm. for someone that's not carmella uh carmella comes down i love her theme song everyone can say it sucks i don't care spell out the word fabulous i'm in <laughs> uh yep. she hits the classic i'm new to wrestling move the drop kick drop kick. and then hit and then does a uh, leg grape viney type move for mm-hmm. the win i like it yeah I, th- I think that's a cool finish yeah there's a sasha becky lynch promo in the back uh sasha who is the queen of nxt and uh the queen of my heart absolutely sasha banks i love you sasha banks we know you're listening to this what's your favorite anime mine is the blue girl (laughs) hope uh i don't know what that is i was told it's anime porn oh cool so so i'm sure she's gonna be impressed by that no lupon lupon i like that yeah there you go that's a better one uh hey i know you got a cough right now uh, i know people on the internet telling you to drink whiskey don't drink whiskey <laughs> it's, alcohol is bad i don't know why it's it's hey do you have any cure? she posted on tumblr i have a cough anyone have any quick cures and then somebody said oh get some tea with lemon and honey and drink that and then she replied with whiskey are people saying whiskey People were. I didn't see that. Did you? Yeah, if you click the notes. Oh, I didn't I didn't see up. the notes. I just saw the one that Cherie vlogged that said, like, tea with honey. And then she said whiskey. And I, I'm like, nobody said, Are you, do you just want to drink whiskey? No, a lot of people said whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey's not good. No, it's not. It, alcohol, will, it, it will dry you out and hurt your throat. Alcohol and caffeine are horrible for yes. your throat. Yes, they are. Uh, Sasha Banks, Becky promo in the back. Becky saying, hey, you suck. And Sasha saying... Uh, no, I'm out there doing it for myself. You need to take a look in the mirror and figure out who you are. And then Becky Lynch looks Literally at herself. Literally looks in the mirror. <laughs> I don't know if she figured anything out, but she looked good in that mirror. Yeah. Hello. She has, I didn't realize, I mean, I don't know why I didn't think this, a super thick accent. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's Irish. What yeah. did I think she didn't? I think she came over with Paige, didn't she? No idea. Super thick accent. Anyway. Becky Lynch. Uh, so Becky Lynch looked in the mirror. Okay. Uh, Neville cuts a pretty good promo backstage on Titus in his title match next week. Um, okay, I'll, I'll see this match. This should be interesting because there's Neville, no way that Neville's going to lose. Right. But Titus O'Neil is so much bigger than this is the match that the Sami Zayn match was like supposed to be. Right. Because Neville is so small, especially compared to Titus. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Next, we get a Sami Zayn Tyson kid match that has like a lot of time left in the show. It's pretty long. Yeah, it right? is. Right? Yeah. I liked it. Me too. They have great ring chemistry. Love the feeling out process at the yeah. beginning. Really yeah. aggressive. Crowd is really into it. Uh, Tyson Kidd not happy with the chance, not happy with Sami Zayn getting any kind of offense in. Right. Uh, Tyson Kidd's in control early, and then Sami Zayn kind of turns it around with that double jump cross body that he used to do as Generico. Um, love it. Love that. Start on the second rope, jump up to the top rope, crossbody. It just shows so much agility, and yeah. it's so different. It's like when Cesaro climbs out to, like, the middle of the ropes and yeah. does, like, an elbow drop or... Double axe Yeah, handle. you know what I mean? It's just something different. Yeah. It's just... It's a twist on something that's already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Thunderbomb that uh, Tyson Kidd kicks out of. I made a note here. He needs to win a couple of matches with that to make that a credible move where it's a near fall. Yeah. He's never won a match with it, no. and he needs to win a couple of matches where you go, oh, yep. like that could be a finish. Hopefully starting after this. Yeah. Because you don't want to diminish kids. No, 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 no. Place. I, I agree. So, yeah. But I, I just think that he needs to win a... People who use big setup moves and then go for pinfalls, you need to have them win a couple of matches with that here and there, so that way it's like, oh, 
that is still a credible move. Yep. Like, oh, they really might win with that. Yeah. That's different. Um, Tyson Kidd hits a moss-covered three-handled family credenza, uh, which is just a uh, a fisherman suplex turned into, like, a neckbreaker. It's just a spin. Yeah. That's just the name of... I love it. The move. I love the name. Uh, so labored. It is, right? I love it. But that's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Kidd locks in a sharpshooter after that eye rake, which is great that he makes it his own. I think yeah. we say that every week. I yeah. love the eye rake that he does. Yeah. It's just Tyson. That's Tyson Kidd. I just hope I just hope he drops the sharpshooter. He won't. Uh, yeah, I know. Me too. I feel I feel you, but um, I don't know what his finish is otherwise. An elbow drop? I mean, doesn't he have other submission moves that he does? He was doing that dungeon lock for a little while, but then he got Do hurt and stopped lock. doing it. I love the dungeon lock, but he was kicking somebody in the face. He's not going to do that anymore. Ugh. Um, that missed float over leg drop by kid to the apron, I thought was a really, really cool spot. Yeah. That like, oh, that'll turn the tide. Oh, where are we? Do- oh, this is crazy. Going for the haluva kick. No. Oh, okay. Corner exploder suplex looked awesome. It always does. Yep. And then, uh, haluva kick in the corner. Haluva kick does the trick. It was my note. <laughs> Cause it rhymed. And, uh, Sami Zayn picks up the win. One, two, three. Uh, which is good because he said he had to start winning matches and then he won this match. Good. Hooray. Yeah. Any notes from that match? I Hey, I, I love these two together. They work so well together. They told a great story in the ring. I, I mean, if you haven't seen it already, you should absolutely watch it because that is... I mean, what else do you want from wrestling? Great story, good wrestling, good spots. I mean, Tyson Kidd does that awesome um, apron kick. Yeah. I love that. Where, yeah! Where the guy's standing on the outside, like, and he just comes up and... Yep. It's so big. Yep. So I love it. I love mm-hmm. these two, and I love that they keep putting them together. I agree. Uh, any other notes from NXT? Man, I we fucked up again. I don't know what you're talking about, Ryan. I don't we, know. I don't, what do you, I don't know what you're talking about. He's, what do you mean? It, not this week. What okay, happened? don't watch NXT this week. Don't watch NXT week. this week. Don't watch NXT this week at all. Because I think Finn Balor or Baylor or whatever the fuck it says, I don't think he's coming this week. <laughs> I don't know, and I think it's uh, maybe in two months. I think I think Kevin Steen's coming this Mid, week. Mid January is uh, is Finn Baylor's <laughs> yeah, debut. It's, uh, uh, Machine Gun KA's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about Machine Gun? <laughs> Carl Anderson. Yep. Oh man, famous hoot. Shouts out, famous hoot. We know you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> go listen to MLW Talking Shop podcast. Had the Young Bucks on it. How was it, Brian? I haven't listened to it oh yet. Oh my god. This was probably the best episode of Talking Shop. <laughs> of Shop and Talkskies. How are they uh how are they all feeling? They were feeling uh they were feeling a little uh, a little drunkskies. A little, little buzzkies? Little buzzkies. They had a couple of uh you know, non alcoholic duels. <laughs> a couple of non alcoholic beer skis. <laughs> yep. A couple of sahis, non alcoholics. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, you, you have uh, to check I, it out. He, I love that. Uh, maybe next week we will have watched because I think I'm gonna buy it. The oh uh, wake up time to die uh, show with <laughs> Sex Ferguson because holy shit, I that mean, guy's a monster. I mean, since since Eric showed it to me last week, I've watched it like seven times. I can't stop, and I I just I want to see more. Yeah, That's it. And I'll and I'll just text Eric in the middle of the day yep. on like a Wednesday. What's your pussy situation? <laughs> That's a text that I got while at work. With no context before that. I hadn't talked to him in two days. And I just texted him, what's your pussy situation? He was just curious, you know? No big deal. So wake up, time to die. Check it out on highspots.com. Very nice. Brian, let's let's roll into Raw. Absolutely. This is the go-home show for heck in a sec. Heck in a sec. Uh, authority comes out. They're going to bow down to the king. Stephanie wasn't there. That's true. Hmm. Curiouser I, and curiouser. I wonder if that has anything to do with her being an ambassador for breast cancer awareness. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, Ambrose and Cena versus Kane, Orton, and Rollins is made tonight. Mm. Before this show started, I thought, so, boy, I wonder if there's going to be a tag team match main event. Didn't they call it on SmackDown? I don't know. I didn't watch I, SmackDown. They, they did. I actually did watch SmackDown this week. Oh, good week. job. It was okay. Well, there you go. I just figured there was going to be this match, and then I went, "Hmm, I wonder if there's going to be maybe a six-man tag where the Intercontinental or U.S. title is involved, along with the tag team titles." They were. Ta-da! Yeah. I feel like I've, I feel like I've seen half this raw before. Yeah, yeah. But a month ago, <sighs> twists and turns abound. Different, different show at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H announces that there's a double main event. Bullshit. What do you mean, Brian? Do- two main events. Yeah. Hey, there's Brian. one. Hey. 
Brian. Th- there's one no. fucking no. What do you mean? There's one match that ends the See, show. Right. That's the fucking main event. Right. And the other main event. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck that. The other main event. All uh, this makes me so angry, and I mm-hmm. think we've talked about this before. It makes me so angry because it just shows a lack of confidence uh-huh. in the actual main event. Right. Which but, is going to be Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. No. Double main event. Fucking. Two main events. There's this, two. You can't have two mains. He's, but yeah. Yeah, the main one. And the main other one. Fuck. You know how you have like a main girlfriend and then another main girlfriend? Yeah, it's my Gumar. Yeah. No, no. Your Gumar is your side girl. Uh-huh. That's an undercard. Mm. I'm talking about your main girlfriend. She's and then the your other belt. Yeah, and then your other main girlfriend. You know how you see your main girlfriend and then your other main girlfriend? Yeah. Like, but they're both your main girlfriends. Yeah, this doesn't sound right. I don't understand. Yeah. Double main event. But it's okay. Uh-huh. Because whoever wins between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is number one contender for the WWE title. Oh, wait. No, you got it wrong. What do you mean? It's the other way. I'm talking about the main event. No. Yeah. That's Orton and Cena. Orton and Cena is the main event. Uh-huh. I thought I, I'm talking about Ambrose and, and Rollins, which is the main event. Well, listen. Uh-huh. Just so you know. Uh-huh. One of those is going to end the feud. Right. So is the other one. Right. But. Which is good because these are, they're both main events. Yeah. So it's good because these feuds haven't been ended before. No. Well, maybe one of them hasn't. And maybe the other one has been ended three times before. Or maybe this will be the third time. I don't know. So the winner of... I'm sorry. I got my main events mixed up. I see my notes. Okay. Cena versus Orton. Right. Whoever wins that is number one contender. There you go. Which makes... Which is good. Which makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. Because Cena won the contract on a pull match to face Seth Rollins in the main event. No, no. No, that was Ambrose. What do you... No, Ambrose won the contract. Okay, so he's in the main event uh-huh. to face Seth Rollins to be the number one contender. No, Seth Rollins is uh, the long-standing number oh. one contender. Oh, as the the Money in the Bank, Mister Money in the right. Bank. Right. Yeah. So 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 Ambrose, uh-huh. who won the match, uh-huh. is facing Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and the the winner of the match doesn't face the world champion. Well, one of them does. Well, the no matter what, what. right. So, but then uh-huh. Cena, uh-huh. who lost the match, yeah. is put into the number one contenders match. If he beats Randy Orton, who hasn't been in the number one contendership since he lost it. So, hang on. <laughs> hang on. So now we're talking in circles here. Because remember, that, so was, the, in, so that was at WrestleMania. Let's start over. Uh-huh. So the main event. Right. The main event. Yeah. Is John Cena mm-hmm. versus Seth Rollins and for the number one contendership of the of Brock Lesnar's? Hang yeah. on, wait, hang on. The main event, <laughs> Dean Ambrose won. Right, uh-huh. okay, yeah. Dean Ambrose won, and yeah. he's gonna face Seth Rollins. Yeah, and then whoever wins that is facing Brock Lesnar. No, oh, okay, wait. So John Cena lost. Yeah, and Randy Orton lost. Uh huh. And whoever wins. Uh huh. Is facing Brock Lesnar. Yep. For the title. Mm-hmm. But I do want to make a point that throughout the rest of the night, they kept saying we'll face the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, uh-huh. not Brock Lesnar. Right. In all of the title cards, uh-huh. that's what they said. But when people spoke, uh-huh. they kept saying Brock Lesnar. Yes. Which leads me to believe that 100% it will not be Brock Lesnar <laughs> that he faces. Uh, so... So I'm glad we got it all squared away. <laughs> well, I can't wait for this pay-per-view. The two losers who lose, who are losing losers, are going to be the number one contenders. But the winners, uh-huh. they have no bearing. Nope. But there are two main events. Yep. Okay. Okay. So our first match of the night, yep. first main event of Raw. <laughs> uh, the main event match of Sheamus and the Usos against Dusty Rhodes and The Miz. But Miz steps down from this main event. Miz says, I don't want to be in this main event. Mm-hmm. I don't... No thank you. Right. Miz Dow, you're in the main event, buddy. So here we go. Sheamus and the Usos against Dusty Rhodes and Miz Dow in, the, in this main event matchup. The Miz is on commentary. Uh, Goldust yelling at Unoso on the outside of the ring. Love that spot. Awesome. Screaming at him and everything. I, I, it's so cool that they were so loved. Stardust and Goldust were like so cheered. For a while, mm-hmm. and then turned heel and are so hated. I love it. That's perfect. That's great. They are. They're very good. They are great. Mizdow 
hits the Miz's neckbreaker combo that the Miz never hits. Never. Listen, I cannot stress this enough. Please never. go back and find the date. Tweet at us, at Go Home Show. Email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Find the last time the Miz hit that uh, reverse neckbreaker to the knee Spit, like and then into the neckbreaker combo. Right. Because he hits the first part and they get shoved out on the second part every single time. Mizdow hit it. Love it. Holy shit. Shades of the Miz called by the Miz as Mizdow gets tossed into a tilt-a-whirl slam. <laughs> awesome. Awesome oh my part God. of the match. It's so much fun watching somebody get cheered who should be yep. booed yep. by the storyline, but mm-hmm. is so good and over with the crowd. Yep. Uh, there's a bunch of dives to the outside where Sheamus dives, and it was like, what the fuck? Mm. Cody Rhodes, I thought, was going to go for an acai moonsault. Instead, he just jumps on a rope and then flies backwards like he's sitting in a chair. I, just, I don't get it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love it. He just he goes, and like just is in a chair. I love it. Um, Stardust gets brogued, which leads to Mizdow rolling up Sheamus and winning the mm-hmm. main event of Raw. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It's awesome. The Miz goes nuts and he starts yeah. yelling, I won, I won, I won, I won. Goes over to Mizdow and Mizdow falls right into line celebrating with the Miz when the Miz celebrates. I love it. I thought that was... Oh my God. I thought that was so cool. And me too. Uh, any other notes from that match? I, I am so happy that Mizdow is getting over with Hell the yeah. crowd. Yes. Because, man, they were putting him in some shit for a while, and we were getting real down on it, because yep. I really love Damian Sandow. Uh, I do, too. And, 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 man, he's making it work. And I hope that they see this and give him something that he has, like, some legs with, because he's getting anything over. Absolutely. I mean, the, if you want... If this is how you get somebody to pay their dues, mm-hmm. I mean, he is paying his dues. Yep. So give we'll him something. Yep, we'll see. We'll see. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, we get a Wyatt's promo that was creepy as shit. Yeah. And like edited so well. Whoever's doing their editing is like nailing it right now. So, good, so especially good. for those promos, mm-hmm. man. Yep. Yep. Oh, I skipped the part. I'm sorry. There's an Orton Triple H backstage promo. Oh yeah. Where uh, Triple H tells Orton that the stipulation was Rollins' idea. Um, Which I didn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. I get it now. Uh, Rollins, like Orton, is like very untrusting, and I like that. Uh, next main event: AJ versus alicia in the main event uh aj versus page is made at hell in a cell uh diva's main event this match goes back and forth page attacks alicia on the outside yeah and then distracts aj and aj and then foxy alicia fox rolls aj up wait oh shit oh aj uh aj gets rolled up by alicia fox and alicia fox wins wins the main event of raw that's awesome holy shit and then so it was all a clever ruse then yeah. uh, Paige tricked AJ and pretended to attack Alicia. That was all their plan. Yeah, the their best plan friends. Yep, there you go. I Won the main it. event in a row. It's different. Awesome Northern Lights suplex with the pointed toes. Great. Awesome tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. She, yeah, hey, I mean, those are the two moves she hits flawlessly. Yep. Love it. Um, Orton versus Rollins, or I'm sorry, Orton and Rollins backstage promo where uh, Orton says he's going to end his rivalry with John Cena. Uh, they've already ended their rivalry where they're not supposed to face each other anymore. Jesus that was a main event of a pay-per-view. Um, they even mention it. Yeah. Later in the show. Yeah. So um, Rollins reveals his plan to cash in against whoever the champion is. He's just saying. That's it. Orton promo. Shades of awesome Orton. Oh. He he cuts a promo. Like, I feel like he gives a shit again. I feel like when he's in the main event and he's allowed to be the heel that he wants to be. Yeah. He gives a shit and cuts awesome promos and has great matches. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. This promo was great. I mean, aside from the cheap heat heel. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fine with. I get it. I mean, why not? Take yep. it. Yep. Take the booze. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I mean, he's he's from St. Louis, and they're in Kansas City, and I have a feeling that St. Louis and Kansas City probably already have quite a bit of a baseball rivalry. Mm. So uh, I think that's him just saying the stuff that he wants to say anyway. Yeah. Um. Really good promo. I thought th- I thought this promo was way better than Orton has been in months. But you know what I thought was really funny about this promo? Hmm. I felt like they had to make this promo be so ridiculously heel he yeah. because. Orton's getting more cheers right yes, now. Yes, yes, he is. He, than Cena he's, is. He's been a real tweener. He's been like a real. He's been back and forth. Yeah, I mean, he's get he's getting more over as a face yep. than Cena is getting over as anything. There you go. Cena comes out and interrupts. Uh, no one cares, and they just want to chant for the Royals. Uh, yep. Uh, I agree. I mean, why would you? I mean, Cena's out making jokes. Yep. Making so. imitations, doing he, jokes. He 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 he. Let's go Royals. Yep. Paul Heyman shows up. Now I'm interested. Me too. Um. He talks about uh, the 2002 facing. class. Man. Yep, that was cool. Brock Lesnar, 
Damn, pretty cool. That pretty was a, fucking cool. Yep. Really good promo all around. Mm-hmm. This definitely sold the pay-per-view. Uh, Cena almost AAs Heyman, but doesn't. And then Orton RKO's Cena. Oh, oh damn. Shit. And Orton is nuts. He's crazy. And then he RKO's Heyman. Oh, oh that shit. That RKO to Heyman looked so good. Yeah, when did Heyman learn how to sell? I, I don't know. That looked awesome, right? He, he used to just be a dead seller. Yep. He just he just fell totally forward. He Just great. Yep. Great, great, great. Uh, really sold the pay-per-view on that promo. I yeah. thought. Really good job. Yep. Uh, next main event of Raw. Rusev versus Big E Langston. Dude, Big E. Good to see he's in a main event. Yeah. I uh, haven't seen him on TV in a while. You know, no. he's just cutting app promos or whatever. Um, nice to see that he's in the main event of Raw. Uh, Big E controls a lot of this match. Mm-hmm. A lot of this match. Which is what happened when they last met. Yep. Uh, Rusev wins with the accolade, though. I thought this... There weren't many notes that I had on this. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of back and forth-ish and then... The accolade. I thought. I mean, we I thought there were good spots. Happen. Yeah, I thought there were good spots. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay, let's get like another like another kind of uh, shade on this Rusev guy because yeah. he's kind of a one trick pony at this point. Um, Big Show's ugly mug uh, shows up on the Titantron mm-hmm. when the Russian flag doesn't drop down, mm-hmm. and then the American flag drops down and like Star Spangled Banner plays or some shit. It was like so fucking corny, so fucking cheesy. Rusev goes to rip down the flag though. Yeah, he should have. He should have done it. It would have been so cool. It would have. Um, a uh, service man flops like a fucking fish. Tries to get in the ring for so long and then can't, and then eats a super kick from Rusev. Mm-hmm. Uh, Army man eating a super kick had me laughing so fucking hard. Yes, because then we go to commercials and we come back and Big Show, who I've written down as Big Sad, is cutting a very sad promo where he just can't, can't come to the words. You don't do that too serviceman i'm gonna come beat mm-hmm. you up yeah i'm the big slow here i come and then he goes backstage to go beat up rusev and rusev isn't there they, all right well that was a waste of time they should have if they were smart and this uh-huh. is where they fucked up mm-hmm. instead of the u.s flag they mm-hmm. should have had a giant casey royals flag oh that would been crazy <laughs> if they would have had that that is the pop that I, you try to get i thought this was so lame uh, th- so uh, you know i had whatever written for the first part where you know before the commercial and then the second part all, all i wrote was at this point, I'm looking at this from now on as somebody who's not American. Yeah, exactly. But that, that's I've been trying to look at that for so long, going like, but even as like an American, I'm fucking embarrassed by it. Uh, yeah, it, it makes me think, of course people hate us. Yeah. Because this is what we do. Yep. Because we can't come up with anything creative. Nope. We come up with, yeah, USA. Oh, uh, yeah, we're globally shown on 150 different networks or 100 different countries. Like... Oh, WWE Network's so all over the world. fucking lame. And then we do USA fucking gimmicks. It's 1980s like, bullshit. Come on. Like, like too- territory shit. I don't know. It's weak. Weak as fuck. I hate it. Who cares? Uh, we get an Ambrose Cena promo mm-hmm. where uh, Ambrose is watching Cena Evil 2 and uh, eating popcorn. And then he says, like, we're a Batman Superman square, square American jaw. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, you're not. And Cena says, you're not like Batman you're like the Joker. And then in, in a part that I think the internet liked and it made me go, fuck. Uh, Dean Ambrose just goes, why so serious? Yeah. Well, I mean, what did you expect? I don't know. I, all I know is that the best thing of that was that somebody posted a GIF uh-huh. that just said, uh, you want to know how I got these scars? And it's a CZW match <laughs> where Dean Ambrose gets a uh, electric saw across yeah. his forehead. Yeah. And I just... I watched it and I just went, why, 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 why? <laughs> there you go. Who wants to see a man get his fucking forehead cut open with a fucking buzzsaw? CZ dub. CZ dub. Is that fun? No. I don't like death matches. Uh, next, main event. Main event time on Raw. Uh, Brie Bella against Summer Rae. Thank you. And uh, Brie wins. Okay, next. Any notes? No, no. Okay. <laughs> that was my only note. Ambrose promo. Ambrose comes out with a sack, and they go, what's in that sack, a body? Brian, a body was in the sack. It was, a dummy body. <laughs> it was. Uh, Seth Rollins is a dummy, and brings out uh, brings out the dummy, puts it in a chair, and then starts taking the the, bar, the dummy apart piece by piece. So many dummy puns. Or, or I'm sorry, power tool puns or whatever. This, like, his his little shoot here was, like, not PG. It was so weird. He's, it, like, he's like going to cut off his balls and he stuff. Kept, he kept saying testicles. Yeah, it was really funny. It I was, thought, I mean, hey, this was, like, not a very good promo, like, the beginning part of this. Mm-mm. It was, like, all right, okay, whatever. All right, I'm on board. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do whatever. Why not? Doesn't matter. There's a puppet pile driver. I'm into that. Uh, Rollins comes out and interrupts, cuts 
Such a good promo. Mm-hmm. He's talking about being from the Midwest and how all these people are rubes, how he got out yeah. and he bought in. And oh, he's like, all you people, you, talk, you, change, you sold out, you sold out. Then you take my picture and then you tweet at me about how it's the best part of Raw. Damn. Fantastic. Damn. And that's why Rollins is the future. Yep. He's on fucking point. Mm-hmm. Rollins is slowly getting into the ring. I'm not afraid of you. I don't sweat. I don't sweat the cell. I don't sweat you. I don't sweat your power tools. Let's fucking do this. Car crash sound. Mick Foley. What? What? Yeah. I fucking rocked the week before and now we have Mick Foley. Holy shit. Mick Foley interrupting. Mick Foley cutting such a good promo. Uh, If the the Cena, Orton, Heyman promo didn't sell you on the pay-per-view, the Mick Foley, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose promo sold you on the pay-per-view. I mean, going into Raw. I thought this was such a good promo in the go-home show Mm -hmm. going to the Mm pay-per-view. Holy shit. This was like, you're not ready for what's going to happen. No. Like these scars will be with you forever. You will be changed. There's me pre-sell. There's me post-sell. That's how I look at it. Look at my tooth. Like people are chanting, thank you fully. Cause everything you gave like to the company, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Like just for something that I was like saying, like going into this raw, Mm -hmm kind of didn't care yep me too i feel but, the same way and then these promos really sold me they really did really awesome yeah um cesaro versus ziggler is next in the main event of raw mm-hmm. uh good wrestling in this main event like, i was not expecting to have so much wrestling in the main event of raw me neither um cesaro has awesome strength that military press to the dean malenko gut buster man love Holy that gut buster shit i more people need to use a gut buster i thought i thought that looked so fucking yeah. good yeah um what happened to the crowd i don't know they like fell asleep I, and especially during the one match that really yep. deserved it. Yep. Uh, the Tiger Bomb got reversed to a face buster. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crowd started chanting, this is awesome. It wasn't. It was just the first time you saw wrestling all night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't awesome. It wasn't. It was a decent wrestling match. It was a good wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You just had no other wrestling the rest of the night. That's sad. There you go. Cesaro winning with the uppercut. That's his finish now. A clean. Yeah, he he just does. That's his shit. He just does a big ass uppercut. Hey, but it looks. Yeah, it looks like a big ass. It looks like a shotgun blast. If everybody sells it like Ziggler. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was a app promo after this mm-hmm. where Cesaro talks about how he beat the Intercontinental Champion. Dolph Ziggler's the best Intercontinental Champion in six or seven years. Doesn't matter. He wants to face the Intercontinental Champion, and he's not facing him with the pay per view. He's facing him on SmackDown. Oh, so SmackDown, I will watch because of this match. Absolutely. Cesaro says, "Let's make SmackDown the pay per view." Holy shit! And I'm like, "Whoa, that I was, need a- That's like dope. That was like a good promo. Yeah, and he's been and, doing. And it's great because just like the smart athletic friends thing, nobody's watching these. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they had a great. He, I, mean, I should say, Cesaro had a great promo on last week's SmackDown. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was him and Byron Saxon. Byron Saxon introduces him. He walks in and he goes. Walks is in. Sorry, he walks in and goes. No, 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 no. Byron Saxton, I am Cesaro. You have to say it like you're excited. He makes him do it like two or three times. Yeah. And then finally, Byron Saxton just messes it up and just goes. I'm not like he keeps going. But what a great way to be yep. a heel. Yep. Cesaro's learning. Yep. And it's I love different. it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get an authority bickering promo, and Kane is the general. General Kane. Okay. Uh, corporate General Kane. General Corporate Kane. General Corporate Kane. We'll go with that. Uh, so now we get the main event of Raw. Uh, Cena and Ambrose against Orton, Rollins, and Kane. Uh, why are they tagging in? It's a street fight. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's a street fight. It's what a are we street doing? fight. Why are we tagging? Why are, why are there tags at all? Uh, I like that there wasn't a huge tease for a hot tag. Mm-hmm. Cena gets the hot tag and goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane lowers the cell. Man. And then eats an AA. Um, okay. So l- let me, let me rewind here. Mm-hmm. So Kane can lower the cell. Right. Okay. Well, that's fine. Directly. Ambrose, Ambrose sneaks in and everything. Right. Why are we tagging? Street fight. Okay. I can put that aside. We're t- it's a street fight. We're tagging. Whatever. Yeah. Now the cell has been lowered. Yeah. Why are we tagging? Why are there tags? To what purpose? I don't know. It was so weird. (laughs) It was so strange. Uh, Cena sets up a table and then uh, gets knocked into a chair. The authority's in control and they're picking apart the faces. Uh, Cena does his favorite spot into the steps. 
These are all pre the the cell lowering. Yeah. I just I had to think about the cell being lowered is like and then like they keep tagging is blowing my mind. Um, the Cena gets put through a table. The cell is lowered. Mm-hmm. Why are we bothering with tags again? Uh, Dean Ambrose sneaks in. He's get, he has a kendo stick. He's beating the shit out of people. He hits a white Russian leg sweep, which is uh, Sandman's move. It's a white, it's a Russian leg sweep, but he does it with the kendo stick. Oh yeah, yeah. White Russian leg sweep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the gimmick. Yeah. Uh, Love it. The chair oboe drop to Orton, I liked a lot. Me too. Uh, this is better than anything we, that will happen at the pay-per-view. I firmly believe that. that. Mark my words, nothing better will happen at the pay-per-view than what we saw. That spot where I think it was an Irish whip into uh, Rollins on the ropes, yeah. and then he just sells it into the side of the cell, yep. looked great. That was the spot of the night. Yeah, I mean, he just flies into that cell. Yep. Uh, double arm DDT is now called Dirty Deeds. Apparently by... Uh, th- Michael hey. Cole called it Dirty Deeds. Uh, I have a new name for Michael yeah. Cole. Yeah. Miss Call Cole. Yes. You're... Ooh, that's pretty good. Instead Miss, of... No, no, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's clever. Yeah. Good job. Too sweet me for that one. Too sweet. Hell yeah. Good brother. Not bad. Um, that rebound clothesline to an RKO, I thought was an awesome spot. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the win for Orton. And then Rollins curb stubs Orton... And then climbs to the top of the cage. And what the fuck? Awesome, awesome, awesome way to end Raw. Mm-hmm. How good was that to end Raw? That, for a Raw that was chock full of main events uh-huh. and uh, dirty deeds, mm-hmm. um, man, what what's going to happen there? Mm-hmm. I mean, that definitely, hey, that is something that we've been talking about uh, in previous shows. Build a pay-per-view for longer than a month mm-hmm. because you know they're not going to face each other at the next pay-per-view. Right. But one of them is going to win the championship and yep. then they're going to feud and I would love to see Orton feud against Seth Rollins. So yep. that's going to be awesome. Are you excited for Hell in a Cell? Now I am. Yeah, after after Raw, I definitely am. Uh, wait, I should say, after two things on Raw, uh-huh. well, three things because of the two promos uh-huh. and the end of Raw, I feel that's the, it. I feel the same way. Uh... Good way to end. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Let's do a couple of emails because we haven't got we. I mean, we don't have time to do emails, but we'll do emails. Rush through. We'll, we'll get a couple. Uh, Rohan from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, greetings, salutations, good gentlemen. I was just finished partaking in episode thirty-two, and I was so moved and impressed by it. I will finish the email in all caps. Please read appropriately. <clears throat> episode thirty-two was super awesome, fantastic. Thanks for the awesomeness and podcastery. I tweeted earlier in that week. Oh. I, t- I tweeted earlier in the week that along with Magic Johnson and Bill Russell, this is the best number 32 of anything there has ever been. The only thing that it compares to it is my 32nd birthday. Nothing really excited happened. I just turned 32. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of you getting WWE 2K15? If so, I demand a review. We'll probably um, rent it. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Kazarian. Uh... And Chris Daniels are scheduled to appear at my next monthly local independent show in Winnipeg. I'll be sure to drop a report. Thank you. Hell yeah. That's great. Thanks for emailing us. You are fast becoming the highlight of my podcasting week. Oh, thank you. Overtaking dramatic music, Meltzer and Alvarez. Well, that's nice. Wow. Okay, Uh, Yeah, I don't don't listen to their podcast. I I didn't know they had one. I just read all their dirt sheet stuff. Mm -hmm. It's funny because people go, ooh, what other wrestling podcasts do you listen to? Uh, Talk and Shop. That's it. Literally, that's it. That's it. I I, I can't stomach any other podcasts. I used to listen to um, Law wrestling the mm. uh i don't know that one it's it's okay with uh it's okay i i used to listen to it a lot i don't i don't listen to it anymore yeah uh, that's okay that's fine uh a couple more emails from brian who spells his name like you so be happy. so the right way mm-hmm. appreciate all the work you guys have been doing with your podcast so look forward to your reviews for nxt especially when the episode is amazing which it always is mm-hmm. i want to thank you for making me go to a wwe Live shows, excuse me, I had to burp because we've been drinking, mm-hmm. and other local promotions. I feel like living in NYC, I should take the time to go more to more local promotions and even see some WWE live shows. After being fan for over a decade, I will be going to my first live show at Madison Square Garden on December 26th. Hell yeah! I'm looking forward to it, and we'll have a live show report. Calvin Hamill. So damn, Blue Pants sure is over. <laughs> I'm already dreading both WWE uh, and its fans beating this into the ground. Also, fuck the 999 thing. WWE has literally trained its fans to advertise for them. I agree. Mm-hmm. I also don't like Cena sucks chance. Cena is actually pretty damn good all around and works well as a straight man to the crazier characters. Good point. Yeah. Last email. This is from Josh, who went to the show in Kansas City. Hell yeah. Hey, good brothers. What's up, Hoot? I took my girlfriend to the first live Raw, uh, to her first live Raw, and we had a blast. 
Knight started off with superstar matches, Kofi Kingston and Tyson Kidd. Tyson yelling at Natalya to help him and then uses her as a body shield. <laughs> Kidd won with a sharpshooter. Bo Dallas and Jack Swagger. Nothing really interesting. Swagger reverses the Bow Dog to the Patriot Lock. Raw gets started with nothing but Let's Go Royal chance, and that was most of the night. Authority comes out. Randy is finally going to end his 10-year rivalry with Cena. Still never get used to Kane's pyro. Sheamus and the Usos versus Mizdow and the team of Dusty Rhodes. Somebody else is calling it that. Thank you. Everyone else is calling it. Is it just me or does Goldust keep getting closer to going full blackface with the new makeup? He kind of is. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, Mizdow wins with a roll-up, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Miz going for the Intercontinental title and Cesaro going for US? No. When did they switch? Is this just lazy writing? They just switched after they lost. Mm-hmm. That's it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. AJ Lee versus Alicia Fox. Guy behind me was chanting CM Punk. He still needs to get a fucking clue. More Royals chance. Orton promo. Hey guys, did you know the Royals are in the World Series? Thank God Heyman came out. RKO to Cena and Heyman. Biggie versus Rusev. Big Show pranks Rusev with America. Was Rusev kicking that soldier in the head his tribute to the troops? <laughs> Very nice. Summer Ray versus Brie Bella. Girlfriend enjoyed this match because she watched Total Divas. Awesome. Perfect. Hey. Yep. Great work, WWE. Dean Ambrose comes out with a body bag stuffed with Rollins' dummy. Seth with the Stooges. Holy foley. Hey, did you guys know the Royals from the World Series? <laughs> Cesaro versus Ziggler. I really like that second rope jumping double axe handle that uh, Cesaro's been doing. We talked about that. It's a very mm-hmm. nice move. Mm-hmm. Handicap street fight match. Crowd went bananas for the Cena hot tag. Cage coming down. Rollins at the top of the cage was a really cool sight. After Raw went off the air, Kane tried attacking Cena, and uh, but Cena and Ambrose double-teamed him, and they celebrated. After this, after that, Cena cut a promo about how Kansas City is cool because, hey, the Royals are in the World Series. Hogan music then hits, and he comes down to the ring, and him and Cena do, Cena, uh, do Hogan poses for 10 minutes ending the night. Keep up with the podcast. I love hearing two best friends who know so much about Animoogs and wrestling talk about wrestling. Too sweet. Thanks, good brother. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Brian, episode 33. We did it. Yeah. We're full of Mexican food, habanero, pineapple, hot sauce, and vodka. Yeah. We did it. We are on fire. What did you think of episode 33? I thought it was great. Did you think it was better than episode 32? Uh, I think we uh, had to crucify ourselves. I can't talk anymore uh, for this, but you know, uh, at the end of the day, we just got to go home. Yeah. Haven't made any of the plugs for... Guys, go to our Twitter, at Show. thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, and as always, you can email us. Go home show at mega64.com. Uh, send an i uh, Go to iTunes. Send Jeez, an iTunes. You just, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the one who fucked up the end. Mm-hmm. Go to iTunes and leave a review. Yeah. Let everyone know how great we were, how everyone should listen to episode 32. Uh, and everything, not everything, else is, everything else is pretty good, but episode 32 is the crowning achievement of podcasts. Brian. Yeah. Do you have any words in closing for these folks? Nah. Jesus Christ.